Welcome back to the Mobile Home Investing Lessons Podcast with your host, John Fedro. Tune in weekly, plus listen to past episodes designed to make you money, save you time, and give you confidence as an active mobile home investor. Now, here's your host, John Fedro. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We're here again for another one of our mobile home investing stories slash lessons slash uh, uh, great tales from beyond. My uh, co-host sitting here with me today is Kenneth. Kenneth, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks again for having me on, John. <laughs> you are welcome. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Uh, I do want each of these uh, podcasts to be just one lesson. I think this core lesson that we're going to be talking about today uh, is so very crucial and important because it it's it's real life. I mean, we think of mobile home investing or real estate investing or I'm selling Avon or I'm selling a different, you know, whatever type of business that you're in. We sort of piece it together. Well, there's there's my side business over here, and then there's my full-time career, and then my family. And really, life is one big picture. And so, you know, to, to itemize it, I think really is a disservice. So talking here today about making this business work with a full-time job, with a full-time family, with other obligations that we have, um, is something that a lot of folks might not understand until they're in the thick of it. And... Uh, and then by that time, you know, you're sort of overwhelmed with everything that you have to do. I know for you, um, when you got started, tell, uh, tell everyone just uh, one or two minutes about that and your, uh, some, some insights that you have about working with a full-time job and then also a family. Sure. Uh, yeah, a little over uh, about a year ago, I was still working full-time. Um, I have a background in accounting, um, that, that sort of industry, and I was working full-time you know, uh, the typical nine to five Monday through Friday. And, you know, I just kind of wanted to do a little more outside of that. Um, and, you know, I always wanted to get into real estate, as some of you may have seen some of the videos I've been on previously. Uh, always wanted to get into real estate, came across the mobile home uh, thing and, you know, just really fell in love with it, fell in love with the opportunity, with the uh, value that we can bring to parks, to uh, owners or sellers and buyers and, um, just overall, I really loved the opportunity and felt like it was uh, something I can, something I can do and jump into and uh, kind of run with, so to speak. You know, you did jump in and run with this, and the folks that typically do the best are the ones that are asking the most questions, um, putting out daily effort every single day, and they have that much more to, to, to talk about. And I don't know if it's just the folks that seem to ask as many questions. And when when you got started. You know, you're, you're seeing new things, you're hearing new things, new opportunities, you have questions, meeting new people. And uh, I'm not sure if it's because you're doing that that you have more questions or which comes first, the, the, the chicken or the egg. But with <laughs> your full-time job and, and then the family life, I have so much respect for that. I had two part-time jobs when I started. Um, but to have the full-time job, to know that you can do more. I mean, and nobody knows you the person listening to my voice right now, better than you do. So to, to so if, if nothing else, to understand the concept um, that Ken is talking about, that I'm talking about, that if you decide to go down this path, whether you're brand new or you've been investing for five years, you are the maestro, uh, sort of speak, if you will, to use an analogy. You, you are the maestro of your business. Now, you can outsource things. And as the maestro, you're, you know, you're not the one making the music, but you're 
um, conducting the orchestra and you can outsource certain tasks that you can outsource other things you you have to get done and these things that are that you need to get done uh, how do I say this if you're not doing them your competition is doing them so while you're sleeping other people are doing this so making this a full-time business um, or a full-time side project um, it definitely deserves the respect that even that a part-time job would. In a part-time job, you would show up on time. You'd ideally work your bust your 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 butt off. You'd try to move up the you know ranks of this corporation. Um, so just the fact, I think one of the biggest things that I can we we can give here today, Ken, is simply just the acknowledgement that when you do have a full-time job and a family life. Um, if you start this business, mobile home investing specifically, because that's what we're uh, you know, here talking about and that's what our expertise is, um, you will be taken away from your family life. You will be taken away, probably not from your full-time job, but certainly during lunch breaks, you're going to have to be maybe making some calls, going to appointments. After work, you take the long way home to go to appointments to make some calls. So you have to fit the you know extra stuff into your already current life that might be jam-packed and maybe softball on friday nights has to suffer uh, and you don't do that anymore but um, with all that said you know how did you kenneth when you were getting started what was your mindset what sort of um ambition did you have did you not have did you have to increase um any challenges or secrets along the way that you you, you are not the same person today, the Kenneth that I'm talking to, as the person who started, you know, two years ago or one plus years ago. So how did, what, what's changed in that whole time um, and along the same thread of obviously making this business work with a full-time uh, job and family life? Right. Uh, well, there, of course, with it, it was a lot of, uh, you know, personal growth, um, being able to take that leap from working a full-time job to solely being like, okay, I'm going I'm to rely on this business to, you know, supply my needs to take care of my family, you know, basically what it comes down to. And I think what a lot of new investors, um, you know, whether we're talking about single families or more specifically on this podcast, of course, we're talking about mobile homes. We have to recognize that this is actually a business. This is just not a hobby. If you're getting into it just to make it a hobby, that's fine for those of you who are on the border or on the fence, who's thinking maybe can this be a business or not, you have to convince yourself and believe that this is actually a business, which it is. We're providing a service in the community to our uh, parks, to, to people who are looking for affordable housing, and to those who are looking to sell their homes. It is actually a real business, and you know there's value within it. So I think once you have that personal personal conviction within your mind, then from there, at least for me, it came down to consistent action, uh, making the phone calls, doing the appointments, making the offers and wrapping that around, of course, family life. And at that particular time, my full time job, which I was still working Monday through Friday, sometimes uh, Saturdays. Um, you know, so it came down to that consistent action, which allowed me to, um, you know, make that transition earlier this year from a job to uh, becoming a full time uh, investor within the mobile home industry. Yes, yes, that is excellent. That is my round of applause for you <laughs> that I've given to you. I know before going, for, you know, investing 
most investors, traditional real estate, uh, commercial, uh, mobile homes, most folks that even call themselves investors when you go to your real estate investor club meetings, most of those folks have yet to do their first deal. So there's a whole scale of where you want to be in this business. And I think you really, you really hit it on the head if we can sort of dumb things down to the, to the ridiculous. There was a good, a good quote I heard years and years ago, and it made just so much sense because every day I, w I woke up and I was, th this business, real estate investing, mobile home investing, most businesses that, that you do that you're not innately good at. I mean, I wasn't a good manager. I wasn't good at making offers or negotiating or uh, I liked people and that's sort of a, a attribute that I had that sort of works into this. But a good quote that I heard that sort of is just ridiculous, but it stuck with me is that once you make this decision, that's the hardest part. If you, if you're somebody that does what you say that you're going to do, understand that in real estate investing, you may not see the, the entire path clearly. You may not have done a deal or you may, uh, you may have done many deals and then you're moving to a different niche or, um, growing your business, so to speak. So you have to go to the next level, but you may not see the entire path. But once you make that commitment, okay, I'm going to be a successful investor. What do I need to do? And I will do it every single day. And what you said just three minutes ago, where you said you just make that decision and most folks make that decision and then bail, make that decision. And then the next day when they get up, because they made it out of emotion and not logic, they made it out of emotion. Yeah, I want to do it. Of course, I want this. I want that. I want a fancy car. I don't want to have to work again. And and mobile home investing is a ton of work. I mean, it's effort. If you know, it's it gets obviously easier as you go and you build a name for yourself and you actually create a business. You are not the business. Um, but once you make that decision for the folks listening, and I really hope that it hits home with 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 some people. Um, and if you have any questions or comments, concerns, don't hesitate to, to reach out. But, um, and, and actually, if you would, uh, Ken, stick around for a, uh, another um, podcast, and we'll talk about uh, when you decided to go full-time um, and what that was like, what went through your mind, the different things that you had in place. So if you wouldn't mind sticking around for that, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, of course. Excellent. How many deals did it take, Ken, before you kind of really believed that this was working and there was no stopping you? Do you feel like you were going, did you go zero to 60 at first or did you sort of just dip your big toe in? And then once you, you know, saw the traction that you were getting, you just ran as fast as you could. Right. Uh, with that, I would say um, af after the first deal, you know, the aha moment sort of went off. I remember and you say that before the aha moment went off on the first deal. I would say it was after maybe my fourth deal where I was completely okay buying and not, you know, crossing my fingers or hoping that the home sell that sort of thing where I, you know, you actually trust the market. You trust the uh, niche that you're in. To where now I know if I buy the home at the right price with the you know the right um, cosmetically look to it or whatnot, I know the home is going to sell. I have no doubt in my mind that the home is going to sell, if that makes sense. And from from there on, I was just able to run with it, do deal after deal with no uh, with no worries, without a doubt. Now, one caveat to that I'd like to add is that for your first four deals, did you feel 
did you feel inadequate? Did you feel that nobody had your back? Did you feel that, um, because was that at the point that we were working together? Or was that uh, prior to that? Because that was prior. Yeah. I think, I, yeah, I did my first deal before bumping into you. And then after that, I exploded once I was able to gain your knowledge. <laughs> okay. Well, and the point I'm making is because, um, oh, and you, this material here is useless without you actually doing the work. And you've absolutely done that. And nobody is going to work as hard in your business as you are. No one's going to be your biggest cheerleader except for you. Um one thing I did want to address is that anybody listening to my voice, when you're purchasing a mobile home, single family home as well, you are not hoping that you've made money. You know you've made money. You haven't realized that right. money yet. But without a doubt, this is not a, oh, I think I've got a good deal because I, I, I got it for 50% of what the seller was asking. How could, I, how could that not be a deal? And then lo and behold, there's a lot of moving parts with the home, with the park, with the land. Uh, with the taxes, with the resale, with we could go into the park more and more about what they have for sale and other things in the market. Um, but knowing your market and having your buyers list and understanding who your buyers are for your first few, especially. And then after that, you actually have those real results. Um, and like you said, that was deal number four. And, uh, and then it was on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Excellent. Any uh, parting words? Um, oh, in uh, something I would like to do, any uh, good book that you're reading right now at this, at this point? You can share with us. 21 Laws of Leadership is actually an ebook. I'm not too sure who's, um, who, who wrote it, uh, but I believe it's called 21 Laws of Leadership. Excellent. 21 Laws of Leadership. Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, Ken, thank you so much for being here today, and uh, we'll stick around, and uh, let's go ahead and do that uh, next podcast. But thank you so much for being here today and uh, you know, trying to give everybody your knowledge as well. I know that was really helpful. No problem. Thanks, John. The ideas and advice given in today's episode are for entertainment purposes only. If you have future ideas or questions for upcoming episodes, please email us at support at mobilehomeinvesting.net. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, the biggest compliment you can give is to like and share this podcast with your friends. 